If you are living in a space of being weighed down by your clutter, in your home, business, mind, or body, do you realize you are blocking the ability to receive in all areas? Would you be willing to learn the tools to change all that? What if you realized that the clutter in your life was created by you? Listen now to Infinite Energies, where you receive new perspectives to open up and release the barriers to create the life you always knew is possible. Now, here is the host of Infinite Energies Radio Show, Lisa Bennett. Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone. It's Lisa Bennett with Infinite Energies, and I am excited uh, today. I First, for those of you might be first-time listeners that have never heard of me or of the show, I love um, working with energy, and I can basically talk about whatever the heck I want on my show, which is kind of fun, and uh, that's what life is in my universe, is about having fun and creating the energy of possibility for so many of my listeners. And my company, Infinite Energies, is basically that. It's, it's being open to the possibility of so many creations that you can play with in your life. And my my true love of, of all the businesses that I have is actually playing with the energy of spaces. I've uh, trained as a feng shui master, interior design specialist. I've worked on homes, on renovations, on new builds, uh, consulting, and I have worked with people who have had uh, a fire in their home and they've asked me to come in and clear the old energy. I've cleared the uh, spirits from people's homes. You can call it spirits, ghosts, entities, uh, off of land, uh, businesses. I've shifted energy and worked with the people of the business or the home and, and it's brought in so many really awesome possibilities for themselves, the people that also share the space with them, their bodies. So I, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, pretty cool. And I have also got, just for those of you that are, are uh, wanting to know what's happening, you can definitely go to my website, infiniteenergies.ca, or an upcoming tour with a very dear friend of mine, Liam Phillips, who's coming to Canada for the first time to co-facilitate some classes with me on the tour of infinite or tour of possibilities and we are most excited about having Liam come and play and uh, we've known each other since 2010 and believe it or not we've actually never met in person we have lots of Skype conversations we have lots of giggles and chats and we just have this really playful friendship and very playful energy that um, you know, we can pull wedgies and uh, on each other energetically on different things, and it's a contribution to those that love to uh, be facilitated and/or listen to anything that's popping up for for them from us. So uh, that uh, tour of possibilities is starting up the end of September, and we start in Calgary. We go to. Winnipeg, then on to Toronto, Ontario, and then right all the way back over to the western side of Canada to Vancouver and ending up in Whistler. And then Liam heads off to Japan. So 
uh, yeah, it's going to be fun, and I'm sure this will be one of many tours that Liam and I will be doing together. Uh, of course, we'll see if we're still friends at the end, but I'm pretty sure we will be. We've known each other for this many years. <laughs> and yes, he is funny. He has the best humor, and if you can get the Aussie... Aussie, Aussie, Aussie humor, you're, uh, oi, 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 <laughs> you, can, you can have fun with it. So talking today um, about does your space require clearing, and when I talk about clearing, it's sort of the smudge or not to smudge. A lot of people that have ever done any uh, studies in the spiritual world or studied of feng shui or have had... Um, different people, whether it's coming from the indigenous um, people or, or it's coming from a culture, if you live in another part of the world, where it's it could be even considered spring cleaning. If you buy a business or buy a new home or are ending a relationship or somebody has died in the space, it's a question of do we actually require the smudge uh, or clearing energy of that space. And, uh, yeah, so the question that I would first ask is that if, if you're even coming up with the question of whether to smudge or not to smudge, the chances are is that there's something that that space is actually asking for from you. And it could be as simple as spring cleaning. So right after... The um, for those that live in a climate where you have winter, then it goes into spring, and then it goes into summer, the culture of that automatically goes into the spring cleaning, where you pull out the rugs, you hit the rugs, you uh, change maybe the colors of the pillows or the blankets on the beds. You go from the winter uh, heavy duvet to a lighter uh, comforter or a lighter blanket on the beds. And so there's an automatic shifting of energy. The same would go to if somebody has just moved out of the space, then automatically the energy of just that individual moving out is shifting the energy within the space. So I, I tend to go from the, the energy and having studied in so many different philosophies, uh, cultures, uh, different modalities of the sort of, I, I guess, the, the the definitive school that there's a certain way to do it. I actually have relaxed my point of view, and I I've incorporated so many different sort of modalities that I I guess it would be called the Lisa's school of of clearing the energy, <laughs> and it's always coming from asking what space requires. So if I'm working with somebody via Skype, I actually can tap into the energy of the place or space and I start communicating with it. And it, and it, some spaces, and I have some people out there in the universe who I've walked into the space and the space is talking to me and it continues to talk to me even after I've left the space and I've I offered up to go and work with people and they're, oh, no, no, and there's a lot of resistance. And so I have to honor and and ask the space if there's another way that we can work together without having perhaps the, the client, um, uh, you know, shifting things. So it's, it's really me 
I, I love honoring spaces. So I'll give you an example. When I first moved into the space that I'm in, it's a townhome, it's four levels, and it has a basement, so you could consider it five, but it is four levels. And the people that lived in the space before me were from Latin America, and they had some things that were hidden inside closet, like there was some grass, there was a cross, there were certain things that they had hidden that they forgot to remove that they actually had placed in the space as almost like a talisman of protection. So, and and I I actually honor every religion, every point of view from whatever culture it is when I work with my clients, but I'm also very aware that there's there's a lot of ease that can go on with clearing energy. So when I walked in, I I already knew that the walls had picked up the energy of the previous uh, owners. And I walked in with a sense of gratitude. And I did my own personal spring cleaning. Even though the space had actually been cleaned really beautifully, I actually went in and just cleaned from, I start always in the bowels of the home, which is the basement, and start down there and I move my way up. So when you're cleaning or or working in an energetic space and you can physically be in the space, if you can start at the bowels or the lowest part, which is actually the, the, the most grounded area, it represents not only the, the physicality of a person's body, it represents the physicality of relationships, their business, their home, their health, their money flows. It's, it's quite cool to actually feel that you're, you're cleaning everything from the bottom up until you get to all the way to the top. So it's almost like a lifting of energy. And as you're cleaning through the space, you can actually sense that there's a lifting of energy within the space. So once I've done that, and I'm talking about walking into a space that's actually clean and cleared of, of all furnishings and everything else, then it's a real gift to be able to sit with the space. Uh, I talk to spaces. I don't have to do it out loud. I can talk to spaces from my head. I can talk to spaces before I've even walked into it, uh, long distance. There is no distance energetically from spaces. And that might sound really bizarre <laughs> and really weird, but it's actually true. So the molecules in the universe, we're all connected. And if you can be open to communicating with the space, let's say you bought a new place and you're not even in the country, you can actually touch base with the space long distance and start tapping into it and saying, okay, I'm moving in in two weeks or I'm moving in in a day and you can start tapping into the energy of the space and just saying thank you and having gratitude for the space um, and asking for it to contribute to you energetically and your family or if it's a business, to contribute to your business and the flow of the business continuing to grow. And I had a client that I um, ran into the other day who was so thankful for just that little tidbit, that little bit of tool of being able to start to communicate and be grateful and walk in every day and having gratitude for the space. 
they said that things shifted. Clients started coming to the door. Um, there, I mean, there was a lot of other things that I had done with her, but that particular one seemed to really resonate with her. And she does that every time she leaves and every time she comes back into this space. So uh, it sounds really wonky, but it really does work. So it's it's kind of cool. And, and uh, I'll continue to share with you uh, sort of stories from different clients as we go on further into into the show. Uh, so, so the, the smudging or not to smudge in in ancient cultures, it was um, so uh, with with the um, Indian culture here in Canada. You have sweet grass that you can burn, and it's the smell of that burning throughout the space that you can actually start in the basement, and then it's just like burning that softly as you walk and you can um, you can chant there's a million different ways of doing it and that's very common in that in that particular culture it's it's utilized in Africa um, and and so there's there's this honoring of the space and burning a candle could be a lovely thing to do and you don't even have to have a candle with a real life flame. You could have one of those candles that you just turn on the little battery and it has this flickering light in it. It actually just energizes space. And you could even create something called an altar. So when you have that, um, and I can talk a little bit further after our break about how to create an altar, but uh, the energy of just what I call smudging is immediately lifting the energy up and up and out. Now, for those that don't like any of those smells, or it could be incense, uh, and they are and they prefer, and there's a sensitivity to that, then you can just energetically lift the energy up, and that's when I, I you can do it long distance. You can you can envision being in the space and walking through it and just thanking it. It can be as fast as just thanking the space. So it's really up to you how much energy, how much physicality you feel you require. Um, I know myself, I, I used to spend, depending on the size of the house, it was very physical for me when I actually did the actual energetic clearing and, and the smudging of a space. Uh, it took anywhere, if it was a large house, could be about a six-hour process because I started exteriorly and then I went from the exterior of the space and the whole property line then into the basement. And I I always invited myself into the energy of the space days before I arrived, especially if I was dealing with uh, entities. So <laughs> there's... There's so many different points of view, and I am not vested in any particular one. And I'm certainly, for those that have any questions, I'm more than happy to, to answer those. Um, and yes, is smudging the sage burning? Yes, um, it is. And you, that is one, that is one um, way of looking at it. But again, it's, if for those that are sensitive to smells, Eleanor, it, that might be something that isn't um, necessarily required. You could also be burning incense. Um, there's a lot of different products out there that you could be buying in, in um, any of those community health stores. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, and it's cool. So it's something that you actually just chose to do. And it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be sage. It could be sweetgrass. It could be 
whatever whatever floats your boat if there's a certain scent um and you know it's it's uh you know there there's going to have people with different points of view saying that this is the only product that you can use but I, that I don't buy into that it's whatever whatever feels good for you so we're going to take a break and when we get back we can talk a little bit further about um to smudge or not to smudge and uh thank you it's Lisa Bennett with Infinite Energies Do you know that by unlocking your self-imposed prison of shit, you can find an easier way to create the life you always knew was possible? Tuning in to Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett, you will receive tools and inspiration to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years. Are you willing to go forward into your new life? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show. Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific, on AtoZen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The BARS is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can ask or comment by email by sending to Lisa at lisabennett at iCloud.com. Now, back to the program.
Hello, hello, everyone. I am thrilled to be here today. I had to uh, switch a little technical challenge, but hopefully nobody will hear that out there in the universe. Uh, it's always interesting what pops up when I do a show and we start talking a little bit about entities and clearing the energy of spaces. And so today, um, uh, my show is about smudge or not to smudge. And it does bring up a lot for different people. Um, for those that have done any research or reading or studying of different um, modalities and different ancient cultures, there's always been an element of smudging within spaces, uh, new places, businesses. Uh, if somebody's died in a home, if there has been um, sort of um, fights within a space or anything like that, there's always that that sort of niggling that goes on within ourselves that says, is there something that I am required to do? And actually, um, Eleanor in the chat room had said she lives in the first floor of an apartment building and under her is a laundry room. Some new people are living on the second and third floor with energy she'd rather not have around. What to do? Excuse me. So it's it's cool uh, that you're aware of that, Eleanor. And when there is the energy of, so something that I've, with the laundry room underneath you, you're already aware that there's a constant energy, a constant movement. So you can actually ask, and, and this is a tool that I've um, picked up through Access Consciousness, which um, is, a, is a modality. It's, it's a practice that I actually facilitate with um, other either myself or with other facilitators around the world and one of the really cool tools is using a bell jar and you can actually ask that room to be bell jarred indefinitely so that you're actually not actually picking up the energy of whoever is going down there because there's always going to be a different level of energy different people different times of day different times of night and that way when you're bell jarring you're actually creating it's it's like one of those little jars that you would put over your fruit or your cake to keep the flies away so when you're bell jarring you're actually bell jarring the room so that when people walk in all that energy of noise and laughter and late night whatever's going on there is actually kept within that space the same can be said for the people that have moved above you if there's um, smoking drugs the same tool can be used and and then you can start asking the energy of the space if it's some if it's if it's people that you're not actually desiring to be around you or in the space you can start to talk to the energy of that apartment and say hey um would you be willing to work with me and actually assist me in either having them quit whatever they're they're you know whatever they're doing and or um, creating a space where it's not fun for them anymore, where they're going to start to look. So it, the cool thing is, is that a lot of people look at the solidification of a space, a desk, a wall, and in actual fact, it's molecules that are just more solid. And so with that, you can play with the molecules and actually start to communicate and play with that and say, would you like something more that's more generative, more fun, more yummy? And and uh, maybe there could be a cute man that moves in there. So start start playing with that, Eleanor. I, I mean, I'm not sure if you're on your own, if you're with someone. Um, 
but uh, oh, you live alone. Okay, so yeah, I mean, you can start playing with the energy. If there's animals in the space, you can start talking to the animals in the space that create that shift of energy. If there's if there's noise from the people, if there's noise from the animals, uh, start playing with the energy in that space in the building. The whole building can contribute to it as well. So uh, I hope that helps. Um, it's it's. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I know that I've had um, my one of my neighbors um, loves to get up early in the morning and, and smoke drugs. Like it's like that's just his gig. And so I bell jar the space so that actually the 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 um, the wafting of the of the pot smoking actually doesn't come over to my space anymore. When I first moved here, it was like, whoa, what is that? It's only eight eight thirty in the morning. And now I I don't even it, it's not something that I actually I don't even I'm aware that it's there but I'm actually not aware that it's even something that my my nose is even picking up anymore and I'm not sure if it's well and I don't go into why or how but I've just asked it to be bell jarred and for all of the land around my my townhome to contribute to the wind and the trees and everything to just absorb it and take the smell away and and indefinitely and as long as you you put it out there into the universe it's no no timeline on it and you ask for it to be indefinite then it will actually contribute to you that way so you don't understand the bell jar okay cool so do you get that when you ask for something energetically uh so everywhere that you're going into having to have the answer and having an understanding of something, would you be willing to destroy an uncreated Eleanor? Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna say yes. Okay, cool. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So um, the access consciousness clearing statement, for those of you that have never heard of it, is something that actually changes the energy or the charge around something. It's like a defrag or a controlled alt delete on your computer that actually just shifts the energy and then you don't hold on to it anymore. It's it's um, like getting an eraser on a whiteboard and just wiping it out. So we've shifted the energy on you coming to a conclusion about understanding what a bell jar is. But for those of you, it's just an energetic glass dome that you're putting over the laundry room. So the glass dome can be as thick as it is required in order to keep the energy of whatever is going on in that laundry room. So you don't even have to go into how thick, how how the kind of glass, any of that. <laughs> so um, if you, I mean, does does this help, Eleanor? I'm, oh, I hear you're on the line. Okay, well, if you want to, if you want to ask questions, feel free. I'm 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 right here. <laughs> Um, maybe we just we can get her off of mute, uh, and if you want to ask a specific question, then I can I'd be more than happy to uh, help you out with it. Are you there, Ella? Uh, Hi. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, uh, the bell jar thing. I, I'm not getting that. Okay. So if I can give you a visual. Um, so when you were um, a little girl, did your mother make cakes or or do a fruit plate up and you sat outside and you covered it instead of one of those mesh covers to keep the flies off of the food? 
sometimes she might have put a little glass dome over top across the food, or you've seen it in a bakery. Does that does that in any way register? <laughs> yeah, I get the concept, but if I'm here, like as I said, in a first floor apartment, and there's stuff going on underneath me. Do I physically have some kind of a bell jar, or is it an energetic one? It's always energetic, okay? So we're playing with energy. And right. so, honestly, it's just you asking. Now, you, if you can visualize the bell jar going across the whole width of the room, inclusive of the door, inclusive of whatever, all the machines that are in that laundry room, sort of from one wall to the next, and if mm-hmm. you can envision all of that, together and ask yes. for it to be indefinite and ask for all of the um, sounds, all everything to be kept inside the bell jar so that it will not in any way disturb you and for the laundry room to contribute to that. Everywhere that you're coming to a um, conclusion to that, just are you willing to ask for that? Yes, yes. Okay, cool. So... Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So as soon as you start asking and asking for it to run indefinitely for the length of time that you're living there, you're going to find that there's going to be a shift of energy within that space. Okay. Can I ask you a question, please? Absolutely. Yeah. When, when I ask specifically in this case the laundry room, I'm asking the laundry room to contribute. What contribution am I asking the laundry room for? If I'm covering okay. it energetically with the, you know, the bell jar, what am I asking of the laundry so, room? So tell me, what is the laundry room to you right now? What is, it, is it, what is it contributing or not contributing to you at this particular time? It contributes, you know, I take my, you know, my own laundry down there and get it cleaned. Um, nighttime. But is it disrupting? That, is is it disrupting your sleep? Your is, is it the sound of? It's you know what it is, Lisa. It's an energy sometimes late at night. You know some of the young teenagers. Not so much lately because they've now closed it. But there's an energy that comes up, and I smell. They used to smoke uh, pot down there. I'm not again. <laughs> yeah, to each their own. But I, yeah. I think I remember Gary saying that in some way, any kind of drugs from anywhere depletes my finances. It depletes not, your finances. Okay, yeah, so everywhere that you're a, buying, everywhere that you're buying into that, would you like to destroy and uncreate that, please? Yes. Okay. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And would you be willing? This, so this is where you can actually now you. We've asked for the, the space to be bell jarred indefinitely. Now we're going to ask for the machines and everything that's in the laundry room to contribute to a peace and quiet for you going forward. And you don't have to come to a conclusion about what that looks like, but you can just ask for that. And everywhere that it's willing to, let's destroy. And anywhere, anywhere that people are trying to disrupt that through pot smoking or anything else, let's destroy and uncreate all that, please. Yes. Okay, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Eleanor, we're going to go for break. Um, I'm going to get you to be muted during the break, and then when we get back, I would like to carry on with this conversation, okay? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lisa. No problem. (laughs) Thank you. 
Do you know that by unlocking your self-imposed prison of shit, you can find an easier way to create the life you always knew was possible? Tuning in to Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett, you will receive tools and inspiration to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years. Are you willing to go forward into your new life? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show, Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific, on atizen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can ask or comment by email by sending to Lisa at lisabennett at iCloud.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome everyone, and thank you for uh, listening in to our commercial during our break. Today, I am pleased to be talking about the energy of smudge or not to smudge within the energy of our spaces, our businesses, our homes, uh, and what cannot do to contribute to you moving forward and possibly eliminating anything that is old energy, um, blocked energy. Uh, there's a million different sort of reasons for why someone would want that um, inclination of smudging, and it's something that has been around for thousands of years with different cultures. And before break, I was actually chatting with um, one of our listeners through the chat room, and Eleanor, I hope she's still online. Yes, we were I am, talking. Lisa. Excellent. And we were just talking about the the um, laundry room in her apartment building, which is directly below her apartment. And one of the tools that we have uh, used in Access Consciousness is something called a bell jar. So I was describing that to Eleanor that is actually just you envisioning. You don't actually have to physically put a bell jar over something, but as long as you envision it and ask it to be there indefinitely until the energy is shifted in a way that's, that's no longer in any way affecting you and you can it can it can remain indefinitely or it can actually actually be lifted at some point as well so it's really up to the individual that is asked for it in the universe and it's 
working with the molecules that could become more dense and tighter around the space so that you're not actually um, absorbing the sounds you're in, and or, or hearing the sounds of the space and or uh, I know Eleanor was saying that it was it was the smell of pot and the kids down in the laundry room later at night that were causing disruption. So, yeah, Keisha's going, I wonder what contribution that can be to your body, <laughs> smelling pot. <laughs> that old, it really that, is that, a that, good one. <laughs> smelling it is well, really, yeah, I like the smell, yeah, the smell of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and so everywhere that we've gone into the 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 wrongness of smelling pot, and and actually having that coming up through the vents of your your space into your apartment, um, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate all that, please? Yes. Okay. Right. Wrong. Good. Bad. Pod. Pock. All nine. Shorts. Boys and beyonds. Now. If you're the the energy of any smoke coming into your space, of course, it has has the ability to cling to the walls, cling to your clothing, and and it can have a denser energy around it. So, the bell jar is a way to basically encapsulate those smells and keep them within that space. Now, has the have people now stopped going into the room and doing that? You said you seem to say that before break that they've shifted things around there or they've yeah, got a lock they, on the they, door. Yeah, they close the door after eight o'clock, ten o'clock. Sometimes, sometimes. Right, right. I think weekends cool. it's open. Okay. Okay. So, you know, it's, 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 you know, are you, do you have the, the, um, awareness that you can actually talk to the landlord and, and make a request that the door can be locked up by a certain time? I mean, I'm sure you're not the only tenant in, in the building that has, um, potentially, uh, had challenges in the past. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that's, yeah. Right. Yeah, right. I I I am aware of that, and I'm also aware exactly what you just said. Other people have done that for me too. So cool, um, cool. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's the other cool um, tool you can play with because that's really what it is: is playing with the tools of access that you can play with the molecules of not only your apartment to contribute to this, but to the energy of the whole building to contribute to that being easeful and other other people within the building that you can um, play energetically by putting the thought into their mind. So a really fun way of doing that is actually coming from the I mindset. So if you consistently see somebody that also lives on the same floor as you and potentially is affected, you can start putting the I word into their head like I really get bothered by or I would like to see a change or I would like to, um, you know, chat with the landlady and ask for the door to be shut down at a certain time. And it start, you start to do that. Even with the landlady, I'm going to ensure that I have a, a, a set clock on the door that will close it at a certain time. And then all of a sudden it, they come up to if you have these meetings within your building where they say, oh, by the way, we've just changed things. Now we have an automatic lock and a code on the door. It can only be opened by a certain time and closed at a certain time. That's and and I'm that's, so, it's so cool. Yeah, I'm do <laughs> I've that. done that. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that, uh, putting ideas, thoughts into other people's heads. And then all of a sudden they open their mouth and they start to say something and they kind of look at you and go, 
I don't know where that came from, but that's really cool. <laughs> so I have play with it. Us. Yeah, I have experienced it. My last question is, would, would the bell jar uh, work also for noisy neighbors? What do you know? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You it's know, like an energy the, impactor. <laughs> yeah, and the fact yeah. that you that it automatically popped into your head, how cool is that? I mean, yes. Yeah. I love energy. I've I, many years ago, I also um, studied a lot of the feng shui and a lot of books on it in my whole apartment. So there is, you know. A deeper sense of the energy. I'm very in tune with energy. Very. Oh yeah, awesome. Where are you calling from, Eleanor? I'm calling from New York. I live in oh, New York. Oh, I I'm love New York. Yeah, but I love I love the energy. Yeah. Well, I can I can tell that is not a Brooklyn or New York accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, oh that's Please so know. fun. Well, yes, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well. Thank you, Eleanor, for playing. And feel free if there's any other questions, you can always put them up in the chat room. I love I love I playing will. with people, and and yeah, that's awesome. And let me know how Thank it turns out for you, please. I will. I love I hearing will. that from yeah. everyone. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Keisha. I'm going to listen. Okay. Okay. So that was fun. I I love. I mean, that's just one one tool that you can use within the energy and shifting the energy of the space, and and you know. The, I mean, I used to burn orange peels. Um, I had everything was always had to be nine, which is very much a um, an auspicious number in feng shui. Three, six, nine, and and so I was very much honoring of all of that. And um, and the more that I've worked with energy, the less stuff that I actually have to do with regard to shifting the energy of a space. And it's just actually, as soon as I think it, things just shift. So I, for everyone out there that believes that they have to study, follow up, and know exactly how to do it correctly and perfectly, and if they've done something and they haven't had, you know, nine pieces of something or whatever that is, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate all of that? Okay, I'm going to say yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. If you would be willing to just tap into the knowing that you have and and that this isn't the first time in this, in this universe that you've had, a, a, I guess, the first time at the pony show, that you've actually lived many different lifetimes and that at some point in a, in a lifetime, you most likely were um, utilizing ancient smudging tools to create shifts of energy. And with the way that, and Eleanor, who was, was on the call just earlier, uh, she lives in New York. There's a ton of energy, a ton of energy in New York. And is as opposed to if you go out into the middle of the country, you're going to have a completely different feeling and sense within your body. So to be able to tap into that yummy, peaceful, relaxing energy, you really require yourself to 
create the space of a sanctuary, especially if you've been running around all day, uh, running in subways, you're shift, you're picking up all this energy from others. And, and so it's, it's being able to walk in the door and actually have this, ah, moment, just this like peaceful moment. You're just sort of like, ah, I call it chillaxing. <laughs> it's sort of my new word. And, and just like, it's, it's sort of like, letting the air out of a balloon and walking in and just, ah. So if you would like to create that, I can give you a couple of cool things that I I like to do in different spaces. I love the sound of water, and you can put any kind of water fountain onto a, um, a timer, and then you have this beautiful sort of tranquil setting. Now, for those of you that feel like the need you have to go pee all the time, sorry, but I do like the sound of water. You can also play the sound of water if if that's um, inviting and or really lovely music in the background. Um, live plants uh, are another way to shift the energy and create that um, uh sense of green and and especially if you're in an apartment building and you have winter it's really nice to have that if you have animals automatically animals actually are are giving yummy energy into a space and if there's a lot of upheaval and movement going on they're going to sense it before you do so really observe the energy of your animals um and then and then you've got just the decluttering of a space can open up and create that yummy flow of of the energy flowing through. So if you have a space and, and, and you're dumping all your stuff and piling up boxes or books or things that you're going to get to one day, I would really encourage you to put them into a storage locker or somewhere and or make a choice and say, if I haven't touched it or read it or used it in a year or six months, it's time to move on. So I have a kind of a rule that I've created for myself is if I'm bringing something into my space, I'm going to take one or two things for sure out. And whether I sell or donate, that's sort of um, something that I, I love to do. And And if I'm working with a client on decluttering their space, I say, okay, touch it once. And I was helping um, help, helping a lady who was setting her house to be staged for sale. And I was watching her going around her house in a complete frenzy. And she was getting more and more uptight. And she was running from one room to the next. And I finally stopped her and said, whoa, okay. I w- I'm going to give you one tool and that's going to change everything on how you're working here. And I said, you can dust and vacuum after you've decluttered, but right now you're going to go from room to room and you're going to decide how to depersonalize a space and create that space of somebody first walking in and saying, I can imagine myself there. And I said, so what you're going to do is you're going to pick up something, decide if it's going to be sold, donated, and or um, given away. And you touch it once and you make a decision. And she's like, oh, okay. So I touch it once. I said, yes, you touch it once. So I I ran into her yesterday and she said, Lisa, that is the biggest gift I've ever had. She said she's a teacher and she's back to school with the little kids. She's a kindergarten teacher and she says, Oh my God, thank you so much. I use it now at work. I touch it once and I make a decision. 
you know, where does it go? Is it is it garbage? Is it giveaway? Is it to go somewhere else? And she said, it's just shifted my frantic energy of running around in circles. So everywhere that you're running around in circles and feeling like you're not getting anything done or accomplished, would you be willing to stop it and try the tool of touching it once? And everywhere that you're choosing not to, let's destroy and uncreate all that frantic energy, please. And Keisha says, yes. And Eleanor, yes. Thank you. Okay, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. It's incredible when you just stop, make a decision, and how much more you can accomplish and how much more space you have in your day. So even when something pops into your mind, and I no longer do business or anything in my life in a linear fashion. It's when it pops into my mind, the idea or something, I have a list of what I call my creative ideas and I and I actually type that into my computer and it could be something that I, I'm requiring addressing immediately or I type it in for something to be looked at at a later time. And I actually ask, is this the time to work with it? If it isn't, then I make a choice and put it into the file of other things to do at a later time and that's, it's literally just typed into my computer. Well, we all know that most people have laptop computers, so it's not like it's even a piece of paper anymore. And it's so cool to be able to have it. I know where it is. I have this little list. I can pop into it when I have the energy of, oh, is there something there that I, I require playing with today? So I know I kind of I, I, I popped off into another direction, that new shiny object. I do that every so often. But that's, that's how I play with things. It's, it's whatever pops up, and then I play with it. So back to to decluttering and creating the energy of space, people can call it whatever they want when they come into the front entrance of their home. You can call it an altar. It can be an honoring of the space. You know, it's, it's, it's having a place where you know where your keys go, where your sunglasses go, where your purse goes, and just being consistently placing things as opposed to haphazardly dropping things you already can pick up the energy of how that feels. So when you're in a business office and you have a desk, do you have a place for everything? And if you're walking into a new office, even if it's a cubicle, you can still choose to do your own sort of energy ceremony, if you want to call it a ceremony, where you're actually not picking up the energy of people that previously worked there. And you can just sit in the chair and ask the chair to contribute to you. You can ask the desk to contribute to you. You can do your own cleaning out. And most people tend to anyway. They kind of wash out the drawers and the top of the desk before when they start their first job at that new space. We all tend to do that at least the first time when we first get there. So I would encourage you to do that. And then only place items on your desk that are going to create that yummy energy that's going to actually inspire you to, well, play with the energy of places that you want to go to and ask the places that you want to go to to contribute to your business growing. So let's say you've always had a dream of going to Africa. You can have a photograph of Africa there or an elephant on your laptop computer that's a screensaver and it's just, you know, that in itself can be contributing to the energy of your business growing or creating different screensavers that come up onto your computer. So you've, you've 
you've actually asked for all of that energy to come into your to your universe, whether it's plants, whether it's burning a candle, a candle that doesn't necessarily have to have a live flame, but one with a little bit of a flicker. You can dim your lights in your office. You can unscrew one of the fluorescent light bulbs so it's a little bit dimmer and then have an actual task light at your desk that is pretty, glamorous. Dress it up. You could have the sexiest looking office and desk area from everybody else. You don't have to be looking identical to everybody. And it's the same in your home. Play with that. Even if it's rental, guys, you can still put dimmer switches in and play with the energy of dimming a light and creating that yummy, cozy energy. And, and you can bring in yummy pillows and blankets and just create that great nest and sanctuary. So when you come home from work, it's like, oh, your whole body just relaxes. So for those of you that would like to know more and would like to play more, I have a show every Friday. It's Infinite Energies. And my website's infinite, infiniteenergies.ca. The Tour of Possibilities um, is uh, we have our own website, tourofpossibilities.com. Uh, and... Uh, with my dear friend Liam Phillips, we'll be going across Canada, and who knows, we'll probably do North America. Uh, we have some other people that have been um, sending us notes and asking us to come and play in their cities. We are facilitating Creating Conscious Spaces class, Curing the Incurable, the Five Days to Change Your Life classes, all are Access Consciousness, and um, you can check us out on Access Consciousness. We're both certified facilitators, and we love to facilitate and work with people, inspiring them to step into more. So thank you. I am thrilled to be playing with you, and I look forward to having more playtime out there in the universe. So we'll talk to you soon, and thanks so much, everyone, uh, for joining us today. Lisa Bennett with Infinite Energies. Have an awesome day. Take care. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. We look forward to having you join us and share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week and chat soon. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in a